Hello, Internet peeps, and welcome to another edition of Big Trouble Little Podcast, episode 114. I'm Joe Dubs. Hey, what up? I'm Andy. I'm Zach. And we are here back with more John claude Van Damme month, and we have Time Cop, which is a time a time traveling action movie uh, that we will talk about very, very soon. But before we get into that, guys, what the hell you've been playing, watching, doing? And I'm gonna start off with Zach. Oh, um, I've been playing, uh, still playing Red Alert Command Conquer. I have been playing snatcher still on the side um and got a video coming up about that soon as soon as i collect all the footage and then we can compare notes and actually do that shit it's coming um i have also been playing uh i got back into mortal kombat 11 a little bit because of the recent aftermath update um was it free yeah it's it's free and then, uh, there, well, there's a, they add free stuff for it, but if you want, like, the actual story mode and all the extra characters and shit, you, you buy the pack. That's cool. Like, they, what they add is, like, friendships and stage uh, stages and stage fatalities and uh, extra brutalities and stuff like that. Um, uh, what else have I played lately? Um, I'm still also playing Age of Empires 2 once in a while. Um, and that's that's kind of it for playing. Watching, I've watched Time Cop. I watched Gundam uh, Bandit Flower, which is like the sequel to like the original Thunderbolt December Sky movie or web series, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. It was good. Um, I'm eagerly awaiting the the next one because the way it ends is just like, what? No, <laughs> like, you can't end it there. They're coming. They they are working on more. Yeah. And um, what else have I watched? Um, something underground. You guys watched no, Raw? I thought didn't you? No, no, I didn't. I didn't watch Raw. That's that's like a whole other thing. I'm not going to count that. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, been watching wrestling on the side, old wrestling. Watching like you know WCW Saturday Night. It's part of our um, get some color stuff. We're we're going to be like watching episodes of old tv like within a month and like comparing everything by the end of the month seeing who had the best programming or whatever you know so we're kind of doing like our monday night wars but like pre-monday night wars kind of thing before we lead up to that point yeah i mean it's like we're, we're reviewing the shows but then like you know just to add an extra lemon twist to it it's like well, what did you like better did you like what do you think of this versus that did, you know who was putting out the better product this month you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh, that's it. That's it for me. Andy, what about you? Um, well, I edited and we have released uh, Accelerated Gamer episode zero. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you're interested in that, please go listen to it. So I played games mostly recently. I, I beat uh, Sam and Max episode 104. Abe Lincoln must die. It's hilarious. <laughs> um. Pretty much all my free time recently, instead of watching stuff, I've just been listening to old episodes of Who Are These Podcasts and playing Tetris 99, which is a huge waste of my time. Uh, I love uh, uh, Who Are These Podcasts, of course, but I should be playing a game. I played some Luigi's Mansion with it, too, but I should be playing a game I can count toward Accelerated Gamer. But, man, I'm just way into Tetris 99 right now, and it is so nice to just zone out and 
than play that game. I got up to eighth place. It's not that bad. Um, I've been playing a ton of Snatcher. At first, I was just kind of like, yeah, this is good. I get it. It's kind of a point and click. But now the story is like really interesting. I just, uh, just tonight got to the beginning of chapter three. So now mm-hmm. like, I should hit the fan and I'm like, oh, I got to know what happens now. Um, and I beat Luigi's Mansion 3. The game has, you know, charm oozing from every orifice. That game is fun and hilarious. I loved it. And uh, other than that, I've just been watching, like, some YouTube and Twitch stuff. I watched you guys stream part of uh, getting some caller. You guys were talking about um, uh, Randy Savage a whole bunch for some reason. <laughs> Was it when uh, fucking uh, the guy stole his hat? I forgot his fucking name again. Repo Man. Repo Man. Yeah, yeah, that was it. You guys were talking about We were talking about Randy Savage a bunch for some reason because he was on TV at that time. Oh, wow. I didn't realize he... I guess he would have been, yeah. Yeah, You guys were talking about the early Raws, and I was like in and out a little bit, and then you were talking about wrestlers I knew, so I paid attention for that part. (laughs) Yeah, that's when he was commentating and stuff, and uh, there was real bad commentating on the other two, Vince McMahon and that other comedian guy that was just terrible. Um... Oh, Vince is fine. It was that dude, that radio guy they had as a guest for some reason. He was fucking death. He's terrible. <laughs> what a maneuver. That's okay. That's when Vince doesn't know a move, so he has to just say, what a maneuver. Suplex. <laughs> it could be any version of the suplex, but he says suplex. There's a part, Andy, where uh, some guy uh, puts a guy in a chokehold, and Vince McMahon goes, that's a reverse headlock. And then, like, Macho Man's like, I think that's a, you know, a headlock, brother, or something like that. I think that's a chin lock, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but me, uh, Andy, you have anything else, or is that, that it? Uh, that's it. It's mostly been games. Uh, I, you know, just little stuff. Lot, what, uh, lots of Who Are These Podcasts. I love that podcast recommended highly. And then YouTube, Twitch. I watch some Bob's Burgers. But it's been mostly video games. Sweet. Uh, I've been playing <laughs> Deadly Premonition until the game started crashing on me, so I had oh, to... Oh, I watched that too on Twitch, actually. <laughs> I watched, uh, like, it goes to a loading screen, and then it's just black, and then you just, like, cut the stream. I was like, ah, oh, that must be where it crashed. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's funny because... That game is weird. It's got a weird tone. Yeah, it's very Twin Peaksy a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like you're driving around and stuff, and part of it feels like a really well put together Gary's mod to me. Just just observing, but <laughs> it's got it's got like voice acting and and all that stuff. It's just I don't know. Part of it like when you're driving around, I didn't realize there was like a big town for you to drive around in that game. I didn't realize that was part of it. And it was really interesting to me. Yeah, I I like the gunplay when you're fighting these ghost gobble whatever the fuck they are kind of thing um but like what i really hate not hate hate is a strong word what i what i dislike about the game that i played for a little bit is that you know they tell you hey you must be at the community center by 1500 or uh, through 1700 and i get it there's other things for me to do like mini games and stuff but when i'm doing a story dude Give me the option to fast forward and not try to find a place where I have to sleep. And with me trying to find a place to sleep, we're annoying uh, because I can't break through fences. I have to go through. I have to follow the law to get to these places and stuff, even though I am. The law doesn't say you can't jump fences, does it? No. Well, there's no uh, vault button, I don't think. Um, I mean, like 
in real life. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if if I wanted to, I would jump a fence, but you can't even ram your car through a wooden fence because it it's like uh, an invisible wall. So I had to like go around, and it's annoying. And <laughs> when it crashed on me, I was like, "Fuck this game." And that's and that's when I messaged you guys. I was like, "Can I replace this game because it's not working?" And then you did move on, though. You got a you started a new game. Yep, I played Fear. Never played that game before. Watched my fast too. Oh, uh, I was actually so into it. the The controls in that game, I love the uh, Max Payne slow mo shooting fucking shit that they had going on. The story was interesting. I loved how they told the uh, side stories through. <laughs> Uh, voice messages inside of an office building well, when it explains on certain situ- uh, situation with different characters and then there's laptops that you could like install stuff and they go, hmm, Project Origin, this is what it's all about. But I digress because that's what we'll say for Accelerated Gamer. I don't want to get too deep into it. Correct. Um, I'm started Fear 2 because since I'm already on this uh, wave... Uh, I wanted to play a little bit of it, and it's so different than Fear 1. Uh-huh. Uh, so I can't wait to play that game. Um, I also watched a little bit of wrestling. Um, I guess Zach is going to talk about the one thing during the news that they are bringing to the table in Raw, which is called Raw Underground, but I'll wait for the news on that one. Uh, AEW is kind of okay. You know, New people are coming and going. Um, and I watched Time Cop. So, oh, and I watched more Funhouse. Funhouse is amazing. Uh, I I recommend. And I and I follow everybody that used to be on Funhouse and is still on Funhouse that does YouTube and Twitch, which is hilarious. So it's like I never stopped watching Funhouse. But uh, I think it's time to do some Time Cop. Uh, real quick, I meant to bring this up before the show, but if you don't care, at the end of each uh, what have you been watching, what have you been playing segment, I kind of just wanted to just report a snapshot of where Accelerate Gamer's at, since we only do it monthly. Mm-hmm. Just And also just to motivate everyone, and by everyone I mean Zach, because in this in this week I beat Sam and Max's two and a half, I beat Luigi's Mansion three, which was unfinished business, so I only got 11 and a half. That's 14 hours, you beat Fear, that's 7.7. Zach hasn't done anything. I've been busy lately. Well, it sounds like you've been playing games. It's just you, none of yeah. them have ramped up. Yeah, I'm like spread out. That's the thing. But yeah, if, if anyone ends up into Accelerated Gamer Weekly, we'll give you like where we're at. But look for the monthly episodes where we'll actually get into the degree. Anyway, now let's talk about talk. Actually, before, uh, <laughs> kind of to bring up a little uh, thing I wanted to bring up to you, and I'll say it publicly. Um, if we have a lot of downloads and people that respond to us on Accelerated Gamer, maybe we we can have a spot for fans to complete the game list that we have and kind of do an average against us versus, you know, our fans. So, Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, that's kind of a big part of why Episode Zero exists at all, because we go over the rules and, you know, we can publish the rules somewhere. Like, you can check them out online, of course. But... Uh, I strongly encourage people to do this as well. Like, it's great because everyone's got games. Oh, I'm going to play it. 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 You just never do. It's time. Uh, compete. Come on. Get involved. Tell me Tell me how far you are. How many hours you got. How much quicker than me you beat. Death Stranding. Luigi's Mansion. Death Stranding. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> time 
for Time Cop. So this movie, I've watched bits and pieces of it, and I want to say I only watched the good parts of the movie because uh, there's a lot. I want to say off the bat, the flow of this movie is so fucking weird to me, and probably because of time travel. But then again, the time travel, you know, it applies the rules, I think, pretty well, right? Like, there's nothing to be like, huh. They follow the Back to the Future t- rules pretty much. Where if you change one thing, something's going to happen. If you, you know, scratch that guy in the past, you're going to come up with the scar on your face. Well, now, no, they don't. And this is annoying because everyone always wants to talk about all the time time rules in this movie and that movie. And Back to the Future, whenever you change the, the, the future, it like skews into its own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in Time Cop. In Time Cop, there is one continuity and you are stuck on that. And they talk about how uh, you can go backwards but not forward, which doesn't make sense at all to me because it seems like all time would have to exist for time travel to operate at all whatever it doesn't matter but they make the point to say that you can't go forward but you can go backward again that deviates from back to the future and whatever you do in the past just affects the future there's no like going back or or reversing what you've done or skewing timelines or anything like that Mm -hmm. so it's it's very uh honestly it's one of the simpler ones in a way it's just just the one line there's there's not a lot of headiness to this one which yeah. is good or bad. Um, I do want to say, uh, out of you know us seeing you know Bloodsport and Time Cop, I want to say this is his better acting movie. Do you guys agree on that? Yeah, he's got better acting. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, in Bloodsport, it just seemed to be like he's a martial artist who acts, and this one he's like acting, and there are martial arts in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying he's like blown. He's not Daniel Day Lewis. He's not blowing my, me away or anything. But yeah, he's he's better. He speaks and he has development and and I can tell his motivation in a scene. He does a good job. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. He has a lot of trademark fucking moves with his martial artists. He always has to do that like standing uh, leg kick where the boot is in your face kind of thing. And yep. he always has to do like a split. Like there was the trademark split in the... Uh, when uh, that senator's uh, goons were like trying to kill him in the fucking when the guy gets electrocuted, yeah, that fucking made me laugh. The way <laughs> that, that, was, that was good. Like he could have just grabbed the counter, but no, he's got to do a split. So what what is it with John Claude Van Damme and tasers? By the way, so we saw two movies with tasers being used. Oh, don't yeah. tase me, bro. <laughs> fucking nice. I don't understand why it was a taser because the guy makes the point. This is fifty thousand volts. If I hit you with this, you'll die. Just use a gun then. <laughs> Maybe he likes electrocuting have, people. Why do you have a stupid sci-fi death taser? Why do you have the taser from Siphon Filter? Just shoot him. Because he's a psycho. He's a future psycho. And there's also that moment where, like, the... the uh, you know what? This movie is full of why did that happen moments. And it has, like, one of the most predictable, like, scene-by-scene scene ever... In order to, I'll say this up front. In order to enjoy this movie, you've, your brain has got to be switched all the way off. You got to power that sucker down to one percent. Uh, I will say there is again, you know, some good actors. I guess uh, Scott Lawrence. He's he's big in TVs. Um, they had Bruce McGill. If you remember, my cousin Vinny, he was the sheriff. 
Uh, That's where I know him from, isn't it? And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm missing somebody else. We got Ron Silver, a.k.a. Dollar General Al Pacino. <laughs> By the way, I my favorite character throughout this whole fucking movie. The only thing I hate him about is how the fuck he chews his peanuts in his fucking car. They oh, were, the bad guy. Yeah, he was very obnoxious with his chewing in, in the limousine. He's a bad guy. You're supposed to hate him. Yeah, I hate the way he chews his peanuts. The way that he busts his uh, his his guy's nose on the side of the car. Whatever, that's fine. Chewing the peanuts, though, dick. Can, can we talk about how stupid the cars looked in this fucking movie? Awful. I hate it. I hate <laughs> movies from the '90s when they have future cars. And when it drives, it like bounces real awkward because you can tell they put a bunch of bullshit on a regular car frame. And by regular car frame, I don't mean they went and got a good car. I mean it's like a Geo. Or like a fucking Camry that no one gave a damn about. And that's what they built all this stupid bullshit on. And it looks awful. I hate it. There's a part where uh, John Glove Van Damme, or whatever his fucking name is. What's his name in this movie? Walker. Walker. Max Walker. Yeah. Detective Walker. Um, He he said, you know, he tells the computer, I want to go home. By the way, again, movies predict what we're going to have in like the future. We're just like, you know, please send me home in the GPS. We don't have driving uh, self-driving cars yet, but that's what a Tesla's for. But we don't, but yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> so he's, he's driving back and like when he, every time he hits a bump, the fucking car shakes and makes a loud noise. And when he pulls into his home, it's so obnoxiously loud and it, like speeding into his driveway. I was like, wow, that was pretty stupid. <laughs> they should have done a better cut of that. Maybe cut and then like slowly get into his driveway. I think they were speeding up all the footage of the car. Like there's the shot of it driving down like away from, um, uh, I can't remember if it's Congress or the White House or whatever. But there's a shot of it driving down the road and it's bouncing weird. I think they sped it all up probably because that poor car with all that trash on it could only go like 30 miles an hour. And they're like, well, this looks terrible. We're going to have to speed this up so it looks like it's driving like a real speed. Yeah, they probably only had like three or four takes before the thing just fucking fell apart. (laughs) (laughs) Either that or they had at least maybe like five minutes to like film that scene down that road before the cops were like, hey, we need to get fucking traffic flowing again in Washington, D.C. for your shitty movie. Yeah, that's that's true, too. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, and what I mean how this movie flowed, like, I truly think the, the... like the middle of the movie where the movie like turns and starts to get into a little actiony is when he has to go back and change everything. The part where the semi truck like almost kills him pretty much. That was like, that was like 20 minutes before the movie ended. That shit should have happened. I think a little bit earlier, Uh, Mm -hmm. but like, I don't know. It, It felt really weird. Um, even the beginning scene where he's talking to his wife uh, the first time, by the way, uh, and then you see like those, and and I'm gonna call this guy retarded Marty Janetti, like he's a tall Marty Janetti guy, the guy with the long hair, the big tall guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, the yeah, guy with the super it. '90s haircut. Yeah, like. He kept making me think about like Terminator or something. Like I couldn't figure out. I couldn't put my finger on. I kept, I kept thinking, of, yeah, about some like asshole background character in Terminator or like yeah. some idiot teenager in X Files that gets murdered. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Like some like early '90s like misguided attempt 
at making someone look tough. Like kids dress like this, you know, they fucking know. Yeah. So like when I saw them at the mall, uh, I was like, wow, you know, this is where the love uh, interest dies and stuff. And this is, I guess, where time travel is going to come in handy, which, you know, spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, how convenient that everything that was happening was in 1990 fucking four, by the way. I mean, as soon as they go back to 1994, I was like, oh, okay, it's going to be. I mean, but again, everything in this movie is, I wish someone had watched this movie with me. I wish to death someone had been in the room besides my dog. Because <laughs> I predicted everything about this movie. Everything. Even I, they were like, "Oh, uh, matter can't occupy the same space. That's going to be how the bad guy dies. Uh, people kill his wife. Oh, you're a smart boy. Think uh, they're coming from the future. It's going to be a plot thing later. Uh, everything. I was this movie's so predictable. It's frustrating. You even predicted the uh, the black chick's heel turn. Yes, yes, I fucking <laughs> did. Because they're like, he's like, oh, I own half the department, or or he owns half the department. Was, oh." Um, internal affairs chick, she's gonna turn on him. Totally did! I was like, God damn it! And by the way, like, how quickly... I mean, I, I, they do cover it up where they go, she was the only witness, I need to, I need to go get her and protect her and all that stuff. Uh, it, which he fails, by the way. Um, like... Well, he just needed proof. Proof of her, which was the blood sample. But all that ends up moot after he kills him anyway, so... <laughs> By the way, that scene with the nurse and like John Claude Van Damme and like the needle and the, and the thing, I was like, and her kept on like saying security, security. Yeah, he was just like standing there. You think if he's the one that did it, he'd just run away immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't he say it wasn't me? I'm a cop. Here's my bullshit. And they'd have been like, well, uh, I guess. You know, TEC, they'd be like, what the fuck is that in 1994? It was just like a wet dream at, 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 at that point, I believe, right? Hmm. Um, I did like the, you know, the director of the TEC or the captain, uh, sort of say. Uh, he had a really small role. Uh, and I, the whole thing is like, you were my best friend and all that stuff. Like, the comedy was, eh. A little okay. Like, if they got a different actor, if it wasn't Bruce McGill, I think those scenes would suck ass. Uh, and the VR porn kind of thing. Oh, I predicted that too. There's that like was... a woman and she leans forward. And I was like, this is VR. And it was. <laughs> that was so out of left field. Like, what the? F I was like, what the yeah, fuck is happening? It's so out of place because it's like, oh, tits. Also, Bush. Why? <laughs> and then it's over. It's like ten seconds. And I like that character though. The, the stupid nerd and the thing. Like they they do almost nothing with that character. There's no development. And it's funny because the bad future. He looks like he has just shit together. He's like dressed <laughs> real nice. And yeah. then in, the, in the good future, he looks like trash. <laughs> he looks like trash. He's like a super '90s hacker boy, even though it's 2004. If you want to read between the lines, things work out better for him in the bad future. So Walker like fucks him by turning things back the other way. <laughs> um, Zach, what do you got to say about the movie? Um, not uh, not a whole lot really, because it's <laughs> like 
I did know I did predict a lot of things like Andy was saying and stuff, but like uh, I did enjoy it a little bit. It was it was fun. Um, I like that apartment fight scene just because it was so fucking ridiculous. I like how they were fighting with like really tiny knives. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think what? I have a gun? Yeah, I don't because it was he's 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 an expert at knives. That's also, uh, uh, Van Damme's defense is to hold the knife in front of him. Yeah, just like. And the other guy just went, ching, 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 like, hit the knife a bunch. And they're like, like oh, we'll fix this in editing. <laughs> no, you didn't fix shit in editing. It looks awful. <laughs> and then he I, gets... I was just like, come on, guys. Like, why can't you just, can't you just fucking fight him? <laughs> um, what else? Uh, that thing with, like, where, where they time travel back in 1994, and they're just like, uh, oh, this is the guy that had creates the technology that allows the time travel, I guess is what that dude's deal was. Uh, I felt like that wasn't explained very well. They just said it was like cold tech. Like he was like, Oh, if you use cold on technology, it goes faster. So yeah, we already knew that. Yeah. <laughs> but like, like later on when he goes back to like the, um, the TEC, all the logos and like all the goddamn computers and bullshit in their fucking uh, place has that guy's name on it along with the uh, the senator dude, uh, McCombs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I guess so. This guy is like in charge. Like he was the one that's primarily responsible for a lot of this shit. I guess. <laughs> also, I it, was, it was really weird that there was a giant pipe wrench in a fucking computer lab. I just wanted <laughs> to bring that up. That that's oh, yeah. out to be more than anything. I'm like, why is there a fucking thirty six inch pipe wrench in a computer lab? Like what? <laughs> There's also a lot of really bad composite shots where someone has to be in a scene with their younger self. Like, oh. <laughs> the scene where he gives him the envelope, they aren't even lit the same. Like, if you notice, future bad guy has, like, yellow light cast on both sides, but the younger version of himself only has yellow light from stage right, and stage left doesn't. Oh, it looks terrible. I hate it. I hate, I hate it in, a, in like, a, it's charming way, though. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They didn't do as good a job of like aging him. I thought. No, like, it just like put some gray in his beard, does it? A little bit of gray. He has like it looks like he has slightly messier or more hair. Yeah. Whereas Jean Claude, look, he looks like he's a little bit more grizzled. I did notice that's how they age everyone: his wife, him, the bad guy. Everyone just has more hair in the future. So I guess at some point between 1994 and 2004, uh, haircuts became outrageously unrealistically expensive i guess so <laughs> um uh i i guess i want to bring up the beginning part because tell me if i'm wrong you know the part where they go back into like the confederacy and shit and one got, of the actual fun scenes in the movie yeah. yeah yeah like when he pulls out those machine guns and like takes out the confederates <laughs> Is that just, like, an example they were just going to use? Like, oh, you know, gold bullion was stolen because of time travel. Nobody ever talks about that guy, right? Ever? No, yeah, that scene served one purpose. And that was to, like, uh, tease you about a better movie. Because they say (laughs) other people are developing time travel as well. In fact, we already found some Confederate gold was used to buy weapons in the EU or in Europe, I guess he actually says. Where's that story? I want to know more about that. I want to know more about the time-traveling terrorists that that are buying weapons in Europe with their Confederate gold. I want to know who stopped them. 
Uh, yeah. And then, like, they do another story about, like, Walker's fucking partner is, like, in the past and shit. And, uh, another fun scene. Yeah, and then, but, like... But see, that's the problem. This movie needed a bigger budget, I want to say, because the Confederate scene is awesome, and the scene in the in the Depression after after the stock market crash. That's super fun. I love that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like and that. then I like the rest of the movie's like, eh, 1994, fuck it. <laughs> they ran out of money. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, they went to the past of nineteen of current year. Oh, like some I... of the future stuff was fun too. Obviously, some of the budget was going to their ridiculous looking future cars, but some of the sets look good. The money went to building that fucking set, the the TEC set, and the stupid rocket cars, the the, the dumbass future cars that suck, and uh, the 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 effect where uh, Macomb runs into himself and he dies. Yeah, what the fuck? What 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 like uh, dollar store Cronenberg shit was that? It was ninety four. It was CG shit. It was hilarious. I loved it. I guess. But <laughs> why? Like, why is that what happens? How do you? I mean, how would you render what happens? I thought there would be an explosion. I thought it was going to be like, oh, that's why his house exploded, or some shit like that. <laughs> that would be a good a good explanation, actually. Yeah, because like it seems like like some subatomic. Uh, the atoms collide and there's an explosion, a release of energy or something like that. But no, he just turns into like, you know, a Cronenberg monster. And then it's so weird. Okay. Since we're talking about continuity, by the way. um, So if it was the goal for the, the Marty Jannetty guy and uh, you know, the goons to kill uh, Walker, why in the beginning, are they assuming they that that they killed him by shooting him in the chest? Shooting yeah. shooting a cop, by the way, that everybody knows that a cop wears a bulletproof vest. While he's on the ground, shooting him in the chest, not shooting him in the head, and then blow up the house. No, no, no. That doesn't make sense. But here's a bigger fuck you to the audience. And this is why you can't have your brain on when you watch this movie. If they were going to blow up the house, why didn't they just blow it up when he was inside? Why fight him? <laughs> he's upstairs fucking his wife blow up the house they're both dead you're done go back to the future they, well, they, they got there late of course it's not but it doesn't make any sense <laughs> there had to be like oh he's got he's got some piece of future tech and like when he's at the mall and he sees his, his past wife he's got like a MacGuffin like a, a, a return thing that the bad guys need he like slips in their purse or something like that and the senator's like, don't you fucking kill him until you get this thing back. And that's why they can't blow him up. See, it's easy. I fixed it. <laughs> um, maybe they was Applebee's around in 1994. Maybe yeah, they, I, I I'm pretty sure. Maybe they were getting like, uh, you know, twofers at Applebee's. And they're just like, oh, shit, we got to kill, uh, you know, Walker. You still <laughs> blow it up. Well, they got there late. You know, he, he woke up. Uh, ironically, the phone calls for like a job, or maybe they could have done, you know, one of the Marty Janetti guys call up. Or, you got to come in, you know. Somebody called out. That's kind of what I assumed is like one of them was calling. Is you got to get out of here, and then he like you know busts his nose open and you know shoots him in the chest. But mm-hmm. um, what else can I say about this movie? Uh, the the fight scene at the end. Um, I like how they made it so that they didn't see each other, by the way. 
like both walkers. Like the, he he sees him for like a second and he's like, "Ooh, what's going on? Whoa!" And then he like gets like beat up or something and then like loses attention. I have to admit, I laughed out loud because uh, the past one like looks in the window and they're they're holding his wife hostage. He's like, "Motherfucker!" and he's like going to shoot some people. And the guy grabs future him and uses him as a human shield. And the look on his face is like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> Like, I did laugh at that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, because, like, it's like, who's this man in there? And, like, I guess if he's thinking like a cop, like, I'm not going to shoot, like, a random person. But at the same time, if he knows, knows the rules about time travel, I'd be like, oh, if I shoot my future self, he's, <laughs> it's not going to affect me. But whatever. I digress. Um, the whole telling the wife thing was a little annoying to me. Um, because she, either that or the way they cut the movie, because it's like, oh, uh, she met the future him, and why didn't she, because she kind of cracked a little bit when he came up behind her, and like, oh, if I turn around, my husband's, husband's gonna be there, but I guess that's time travel, where anything could happen. I don't know, I didn't like the whole telling the wife thing, and how he changed everything, and, and I still laugh at the... The scene where he comes home and his like child's there and he's like, because like you you barely you barely know the kid, right? You don't you don't know anything oh. about him. Yeah, that bothered me too. Like, there's gonna be some moment where someone asks him about something that happened in the last ten years, and he's gonna be like, uh, uh. <laughs> I I can only assume that he, um, goes. Eventually, he talks to his wife. He's like, "Hey, remember that day when like both of us, uh, my future self and you know my present self, were in the same area? I just came back from that. <laughs> like, I I assume that's what he's gonna say to her because that's not gonna affect time in any way. And I guess are we assuming that he's retiring? He's not doing TEC anymore because he wants to spend time with his family. But yeah, they wait. Yeah, that's bizarre too because. That would mean that for for ten years, she didn't explain to him what it had happened. Or wait, but he yeah. doesn't know what happened for the last ten years. I don't. I don't. I don't yeah, I, I, that I, happened. I'm, I'm like, awkward. does he not have so no memories come flooding to him when he comes back to this what his present <laughs> time? Like his I present. Because like, otherwise, he's just a fish out of water. Like he has no idea what's going on. But he still yeah. like talks like he remembers the other timeline. But he rem- like, yeah, he re- he remembers nothing from this new fixed point. Yeah. Which, so yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> they they broke it. <laughs> <laughs> they had to do like a, a Terminator scene, by the way, when when he hit the nitrogen thing and made the guy's arm like freeze and stuff. I, I, got, I, I was yelling angry at the TV too, because he's like, "Have a nice day." I was like, "Are you fucking serious? Like, <laughs> like, let me give you a hand. Why don't you chill out?" But then he goes into the next next thing, and he's like, oh, "I should have said freeze." I was like, oh, "Okay, that'd pay off." Well, that's what I thought he was going to say. I, I told you to, you know, freeze. Huh. <laughs> um, I'm I'm running out of things to say. Uh. You guys have anything else to you know bring up about this movie? Not much. I mean, there's a lot of fun moments in this movie. The the beginning with the, the Confederate gold that part's awesome. Like I was like, oh, this movie's gonna kick ass. 
and then and then they don't <laughs> do much of that everything that takes place in 1929 is fun a lot of the future stuff is fun like the fight in his apartment and stuff like that and i like that it turns from oh stop evil senator from becoming president to i'm gonna save my wife for just 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 a minute like just a while it's more like a personal thing because i cared more about that than i did about this evil senator becoming president mm-hmm. i was more like yeah, they did kill his wife and unborn son. That's bullshit. He should get them back. So he actually does. I liked that a little more. Well, the coincidence part was really annoying to me because, and I get it that like the the VR porn and my webcam is like going down. <laughs> uh, but the, like the VR porn guy uh, is like, oh, there's a signal in you know Maryland that's pretty close to Washington D.C. Yeah, and he talks about a bunch of other more interesting plots, too. I'm sorry, but I just remembered, like, they're like, oh, there's, like, Iranian kill team outside of Camp David in the year or whatever. Oh, third time this week. I want to see that. <laughs> I want to see time-traveling Iranians trying to kill the president. That sounds awesome. Well, <laughs> one thing I want to bring up is there's a lot of these scenes that we want, especially the part where he goes get his partner and bring, brings him to, like, a Judge Dredd kind of fucking court system where... <laughs> It's Judge Dredd. It's like the old 90s Judge Dredd. A ton of this movie feels exactly like that movie did. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, he's sent, sentenced to death. And then, like, he goes back in time and he, like, falls. They just send him to where he was falling. Yeah. Look, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm forget the death penalty. That's what I want. I want to be time-traveled into a hilarious, ironic death. <laughs> but I, I want more of that. And... Maybe I need to look into it. Maybe they made some type of comic book or something at a time cop because it felt like it. Because I th- I think it said Dark Horse was a publisher or a producer, producer. Mm. So it seemed like it was probably based on a comic. That's that was my guess. Yeah, one of the guys who's like the writer for this movie also wrote a uh, two part. Uh, it was like an adaptation or it was a spinoff or some shit through Dark Horse. Hmm. And then there was a TV show. <laughs> And oh. in 97 and then there was a sequel that didn't have none of these things have Jean-Claude Van Damme in it by the way um. <laughs> and um, and that seems to be it. it seemed like there was like a push like they thought this was going to take off and be like oh it'll be like this is a cool multimedia bullshit and then it like it didn't really catch on a bit. also uh, unless I'm mistaken it said Sam Raimi was a producer as well yeah that's huh. right that's interesting um <laughs> so time cop 2 which is called the berlin decision decision 2003 uh came have... out almost 10 years later that's crazy wow it doesn't have a lot of good people in it it has a bunch of nobodies a bunch of fucking people i've never heard of it's probably like some sci-fi original or something it might be that <laughs> has uh, jason scott lee that's about it whatever Hang on, on. I want to know the plot. Hang on. 20 years after a set of events. It just says after a set of events. Okay. The Time Enforcement Commission, the agency that makes sure no one time travels past into the past without permission and changes history, is still Seafull Summer. Is still going strong. Now, Brandon Miller, a TEC operative, believes that they have a responsibility to change history, hoping that the world would be better. Yeah, it sounds stupid. You're right. I, I hope, like, in the movie... Like, you know how sometimes when they try to, like, do cameos with, like, 
uh, you know, like let's for example, John Claude Van Damme, but it's like a lookalike, but like on the side or something, and he's like, "Yo, you have a good day, kid," or something like that. I hope that's like a cameo of John Claude Van Damme. Maybe yeah. I, maybe I need to watch it. <laughs> with, a, with a name like the Berlin Decision, I was really hoping it was like a a really interesting like someone's like I'm gonna go back in time and kill Hitler because I'm a good guy, and then the good guys are like, no, you're not, and they're like trying to save Hitler's life. That would be a funny and interesting. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, like, no, you can't change the past that dramatically. You can't kill Adolf Hitler, and he's like, I'm gonna do it. I'm crazy. <laughs> back in time with the intention of murdering Adolf Hitler, and the good guys are stopping him from doing that. That'd, that'd be a great movie. I'd watch that. Maybe you should time travel back and like help develop Time Cop. <laughs> we could have made it a lot better. Um, I had something else interesting here about it. Uh, apparently, Time Cop remains Van Damme's highest gross grossing film as a lead actor. He uh, it was his second to break a hundred million, uh, the hundred million barrier worldwide, <laughs> and it's also generally regarded as one of his better films. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I. I... Yeah, it was all right. It was pretty good. It was fine. I liked it better than Bloodsport. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Um, even though we kind of like trashed the like the plot of it, I still had fun watching this movie. Um, yeah, again, you cannot overthink this movie because you'll just get yelling angry. But yeah, it's an entertaining movie besides. Yeah, you can't take this this movie and be like, well, it was time traveling. It. If this happens, then this is going to happen. It's like, like Andy said, you got to turn off your brain. And just have fun that John Claude Van Damme's in a movie. He speaks better English that he did here than in Bloodsport, even though they kind of make fun of his English uh, in the movie as well. Here's here's how I look at it. It's it is totally another one of those early '90s sci-fi action movies. It's filmed just like one of them. Mm-hmm. It's blocked out just like one of them. It, it, everything about it, it just reminds you of Judge Dredd. It reminds you of fucking The Running Man. It reminds you of, uh, um, goddamn, what's the other ones? There's so many that just came to mind, and I was just like, oh, uh, um, oh, the, the Stallone one, um, with Wesley Snipes in it. Oh, Demolition Man. Demolition Man. It reminds me a lot of that stuff. By the way, same director does the another John Claude Van Damme movie, Sudden Death. That's a great movie. I, I don't know if you ever seen that movie, but like, <laughs> and that had a better plot in my opinion. Uh, but Time Cop, maybe he was just like he got the script. He's like, I'm gonna try my best to make this uh, a decent movie, which he did. Like I again, I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. Uh, I wish it flowed better. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, I misspoke. I meant Total Recall, not Running Man. <laughs> oh, okay. Total Recall was the other one I was thinking of. Running Man also has like a stupid neon Iceman car, so I feel like it's got some stuff in common. It came out in '87, though. What yeah, did you're... What did Arnold Schwarzenegger Sub Zero now Plane Zero, which makes no sense to me, but uh. Oh wait, no. A that's lot of, a lot of things he says makes no sense. <laughs> Give these people some air. Um, I, uh, I just to cut to the chase a little bit. Yeah, I recommend this movie. I think it's like as far as like dumb action from the '90s goes. Yeah, this one's right up there. If you want to think a little more, if you want to like 
laugh and see just a generally better movie back to the future if you want a time travel movie that makes you think a little more i don't know watch the fountain or something but if you it's just it's just a dumb movie it's a dumb movie it's good mm-hmm. it's good Exactly. It's, it's, I was entertained throughout. Like as 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 shoutingly stupid as the plot was a couple times, I don't recall being bored. Me either. Uh, Zach, what about you? Are you recommending or not recommending? Yeah, I'll get. I'll give it a light recommend because it's like, um, like I said, it's like that really early '90s schlocky action sci-fi shit. Um, that was, seemed to be really popular for like a year or two. It was weird. Um, uh, because of that, it's like it it has like a, a, a warm, fuzzy feeling when I watch it. It gives me that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with a recommendation as well. Um, 90s is where I grew up with a lot of action movies. And, uh, you know, John Claude Van, is, John Claude Van Damme has always been in the... Uh, <laughs> I always watch his movies, especially during the '90s, and I I, I get highly entertained. Uh, so again, recommendation, Zach. What is your pick gonna be for next week? JCVD. I cannot wait for that movie because I don't know if you've been uh, following him on Twitter, but apparently he's always in the air, he's always in a plane, and he always has to show that he can do a kick still. <laughs> so it's his thing it's his gimmick <laughs> and he does splits in the fucking uh his little private plane and stuff so that, that that's highly entertaining that's uh, cool that he can still do that split at his age now yeah for real mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so remember watch jb uh john J- Claude, jcvd J-C-V-D. yeah there you go and then come back here and we'll talk about it but uh, I guess we're getting to some news. We do have some topics to talk about. Andy, you said you had something about a uh, like a handheld thing that was coming out? Sort of. I mean, Zach and I were talking about this anyway, and I thought I'd bring it up on the show just because maybe we'd have something to say about it that people would want to hear. I don't know. Maybe that's a long shot. But the Analog is a company that makes a lot of like really finely made FPGA... Um, Retro devices, they made the an NES, an SNES, and a Sega Genesis so far. And they're all, like, really well-made, and they work really well. And because they have an FPGA chip in them, they can perfectly emulate the classic hardware on which they're based. But they're always expensive, and they're always hard to get. But eventually, you can, you can come around to getting it anyway, which will probably be where this is all going to end up going. But they revealed uh, sometime last year that they're going to release a handheld device that looks mm, kind of like a Game Boy. It's just called the Analog Pocket, or right? The Analog Pocket. I think it is. That's right. It plays Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, and then with an adapter. This is the exciting part for me. With an adapter, it'll play Game Gear, Lynx, or Neo Geo Pocket and Neo Geo Pocket Color, which is really cool. And then it has a dock, so you can play it on TV with an HDMI cable. Sounds super sweet. The system itself is priced at $200. The dock is $100, which I kind of blew me away a little bit. The adapters are like $30 or something like that. And then there's a link cable. Good old-fashioned Game Boy link cable for all your Pokemon needs. Hmm. And the thing looks super cool. And just as a preemptive defense, they have been saying for like the last two weeks, look, this is when the pre-orders are going to go up. They're going to go fast. If you want one, maybe turn up to our website and pre-order it. And then they went up, and they were gone in like, nine minutes 
And it's a lot of people, I think, rightfully point out, but I've been doing a little research on my own. And I think I understand why. But a lot of people point out it's still in pre-order and it's not even going to get delivered until 2021. Why can't you take more pre-orders? How can it already be sold out? A lot of people are crying like a false scarcity, you know, Nintendo style. Like, oh, we don't have any more. So people will want it more and then they'll release more. Yeah. That being said, apparently the issue is smaller companies like analog from what i understand they have less than 100 employees so they're like a real small company but small companies they don't have their own factory in china they have to like rent a factory that's going to do just their work for a while and then tear down that tooling and put up work for some other company in europe or or Taiwan or whatever. Some, they're going to make something else after that. So I think they negotiated with a manufacturing firm, plant, whatever, for a certain amount of time and a certain amount of units, probably as much as they could get their hands on, I have to assume, because there's still like a really crowded, there's a lot of competition getting that kind of stuff from China because everything was due to, due to COVID, everything was delayed for so long. So I think that's what's going on, but they probably maybe smartly maybe not haven't really said anything about it at least as far as i've seen it's just pre-orders went up pre-orders went down um a bunch of people were upset about it that's that's kind of where we sit and zach and i were talking about it a little bit and of course we both had very animated opinions i was upset because i was actually gonna buy that thing i told you i told you when they went up i don't know what you waited for what i was at work yeah that's a good point. <laughs> i was i was too i was also at work for the record, I was like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's so frustrating. They put it up on a Monday at like, I can't remember when it was two or three or something. No, it was like in the morning. We, we were talking about that in the morning. I think it was like almost 10 or something. 10 maybe. Yeah. It's yeah. like, and you told me like, at I think it, my lunch is around noon and I think it was a little bit afternoon. You're like, they're gone. And I'm like, the, what? <laughs> it, good, good thing. No people who enjoy, you know, uh, retro gaming have jobs to go to on a Monday morning. It, it's, it's frustrating. They saved a yeah. stimulus check for that. Fuckers. <laughs> I wanted to give you money. I can't afford it. Like, I honestly, I had one in the cart and I started talking myself out of it. And of course, as soon as they were gone, I was like, mm, should have done it, should have done it. But maybe that's, you know, if it is an artificial scarcity thing, which people are accusing them of then that would mean I'm playing right in their hand. Now I'm like, oh, I'm totally going to buy one as soon as I get another shot. Because I was like, oh, just send me an email when there's more available. Um, Again, they aren't available until 2021 anyway. Uh, they said, due to COVID, we're going to get it super late, blah, blah, blah. But with all their other products, they have done multiple runs afterwards. So right now it feels doom and gloom, but honestly, I think Analog's going to follow through, and I think you're going to have a chance to get it. It's just going to be more than a year down the road. Yeah, and you also got to think about technology. Even though they probably have a good track record, um, you know, let the kinks out. Let let the people that get the first wave handle all the problems, and then you get the better wave. That's the way I see. They things. have a hell of a track record where that is concerned. Yeah, they have a really good reputation for not really shipping things that have problems. Not talking around. Yeah, they they've been <laughs> developing this thing for a long time. Yeah. So. I I kind of I I, I kind of wanted it. Then I saw the price range, and I was like, oh, "That's like half of like a Series X that I need to save money for." So yeah. like, I kind of I've kind of always wanted one of their NES consoles, 
because that's always been one that's like uh, there's really no good native video support for NES. You have to like mod it or something in some way. Yeah, their NES is unfortunately the most expensive of their offerings. But man, it is a slick looking unit and yeah. But apparently the last run of those went through recently. They said, look, we're not going to make these anymore. If you want one, order it now and we'll get it. So, Well, I'd even accept trying to find one of the older ones, like one of the older models that's like used or something. Because like, I think the, the, the first one they made, uh, I think the... It, I think AVGN has it, like, he used it recently on a couple of his videos. I think that one's got, like, S-Video or something, or Component in it, or both. Uh, I would accept one of those if I could find it. Hmm. Um, anything else about uh, that console that you want to bring up? Again, it sounds like I'm really, like, coming down hard on analog. And if it turned out there was a false scarcity situation going on, I'd be upset. And in the heat of the moment, I was like, God damn it, they're fucking assholes. Why can't they take pre-orders longer? But I did wait. And, like, again, I think it's because they're such a small company. They just don't have enough clout to do what they want to do. And uh, if if their SNES and Genesis runs are an indication, we're going to have a dozen more chances to get them. So I'm not too worried. And again, it doesn't come out until next year anyway. Yeah. Um, from old school to new school. So Xbox and PlayStation are starting to, you know, gear up for the new generation. And still, we don't have a release date. We don't have fucking uh, a price yet. But they're talking about controllers. So um, Sony came out with news saying, hey, you know, your your DualShock 4s, well, guess what? You can play it on the PlayStation 5, but you can't play it with PlayStation 5 games. So Xbox had to turn around and say, hey, you can play all our games, old school and new gen, with any controller <laughs> from, from Xbox. So they were touting out their fucking controllers, which I don't give a shit about. Um, then there was the Spider-Man uh, exclusivity that's going to be on PlayStation 4's uh, Avengers game, where in 2021, Spider-Man will be free only for PlayStation 5 first. Uh, and I don't know the deal on that. Uh, my opinion that it's not very consumer-friendly um, a lot of PC, Switch, and Xbox are all about consumer-friendly. Maybe a little bit Nintendo is like, you know, I'm never going to bring my Mario to fucking Xbox or Sony. But, you know, they do care about some consumer-friendly stuff. But Sony's still on this exclusivity and time-exclusive bullshit. And it makes me think that they are scared of Game Pass. I think Game Pass is going to outrun them um as far as money wise i'm not gonna say like quality of gaming uh because think about it there is a good ass deal for what like 15 dollars. you can have pc xbox and um now uh x cloud gaming by the way that, that cloud service that they're coming out with it's getting launching september 15th all for so far 15 dollars a month that's a good deal, in my opinion. If I could play, even though I have an Apple uh, phone, 
Android phones can play Xbox Game Pass games streaming wise, you know, let's say if you're going for an oil change in your car or, you know, you just want a fucking game, you could game like Halo Infinite on your phone. Uh, will I do it? No. But if I have the option that it comes with my Game Pass and I still have those features, fuck yeah, that's a good thing to do. And I think that's what's going to put the final nail in Stadia's coffin, uh, even though they're you know dead in the water already. Uh, cloud game, X Cloud Gaming, or Xbox Cloud Gaming is doing great. Um, Sony's going to have their uh, state of the play this Thursday. They already preemptively said that don't expect big PS5 news. So I wonder why are you having a state of play? What the fuck are they going to talk about? I I, yeah. I I think only like AAA games that uh, they talked about in their last uh, game showcase and stuff. But like, come on, dude. you it, We're months away. It's not even, you know, people were already assuming that November is the month where xbox and sony are going to be releasing their uh consoles maybe a december i can't see a december um launch date december's too late yeah so like dude we have we're already in august we have like about two more fucking months to do pre-ordering so that either a there is a scarcity because of covid and they're just not telling us and they're just waiting it out to see, say, hey, we're selling this for $500. Or I don't know, because they do need to tell us when this shit's uh, coming out and how much I got to pay for it. Because if you, if you wait like a month away before pre-orders, that's kind of stupid. What's your guys' opinions uh, on any of that stuff that I just said, if you want to pick at it? Zach? Um, that, uh, that Spider-Man thing, I don't know that that's really like an anti-consumer thing. Sony probably has rights to Spider-Man for video game shit. They do. That's a fact. Through, through Insomniac and everything. So that's pro that's just. Sony, Sony has exclusive rights to Spider-Man in video game form straight from Disney. That's true too, actually. Uh, uh, they have exclusivity on the Insomniac, uh, Spider-Man, the, we call it the Spider-Man that you see in movies that goes through Marvel. So there had to be a deal with Sony somehow because well, it. Well, they have their Marvel's allowed to use that because Sony let them. They still don't have the rights for Spider-Man. Yeah, that was that was a deal that they worked out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. But uh, all that other stuff, I'm fucking. I don't give a fuck about any other their. their piss match bullshit i want to know what you what you just said i want to know all the deets give me mm -hmm. the deets if you don't give me the deets i don't give a fuck yeah that's kind of <laughs> like i don't i'm not losing any sleep over how much next gen consoles are going to be i'm not losing any sleep over like the extended details about the the hardware that we don't know or this that and the other about the controller i care a little bit about um some some outlying backwards compatibility questions I have, but yeah. that, that's about it. And it, it just goes to show what kind of a gamer I am that I was up in arms and upset about a handheld from a niche company that would play Neo Geo pocket collar games. And you're over here talking about the Xbox 
Series X, which I sh- I should be popping a boner for, but I'm just like, eh, I'll wait and see. Well, that's the thing. Like Phil has been very vocal about the backwards compatibility. He says that it's going to look better on a Series X. Uh, that it's going to have a bigger library than any other console ever made. I've heard all this shit before. I heard it when the 360 came out. I heard it when the Xbox One came out. Yeah, but that was different people. This is Phil fucking Spencer, the man that uh, gives everything. Um, but I don't know. I'm I'm just excited what Phil Spencer is doing. I just don't like this piss match bullshit. It's like you got to stop it because you're going to start. Because if you're going to announce something, because there were some rumors uh, because people were just like, they got to talk about release date. They got to. They got to talk about pre-orders and stuff. And every time when an announcement is being made on their Twitter or a video is being launched by them or some type of uh, uh, showcase that they're doing and they don't release that information, the more people are getting pissed off about this. Um, And that's the more of the people that are not doing the console war bullshit. The console war bullshit, (laughs) apparently there was a thing where uh, Xbox did some rebranding on Game Pass and people were like, look, it's it's Xbox Game Pass. You have to, you know, play it on the console. It's like, no, they're rebranding it, meaning that Xbox Game Pass can go anywhere. And they're just like, well, the Xbox logo is the Xbox logo, so that means it's console. Like, bitch, shut up. <laughs> just fucking play your games. Um, But, Zach, what about you? Raw Underground, huh? <laughs> oh well, okay. So, uh, yesterday evening, uh, these stories were coming out about like how all oh, there's going to be a surprise return, um, a faction, and a faction that is just like okay, and there's st- it still seems like this faction is like really vague, and nobody understands what the fuck its deal is anyway right now. Mm-hmm. So it's just like whatever, I don't care. Um, but um. So of course I, I clicked. I'm not I'm not watching any of the current product, but I do keep up on the news. Uh, and it's like Shane McMahon's returning. I'm like, oh great, the guy everybody bitched about for like a better part of a year last year. <laughs> like, God damn it, get him off my TV. Mm. Returning from where? From did you say return from where? Yeah, from the fucking being fired or he got he had a match with Kevin Owens and he beat his ass and then Shane had to go away. That was the stipulation. <laughs> it's, it's the oldest re- wrestling uh stipulation ever loser leaves town loser, loser fucks off i get it i get it I, uh, last i recall the last time i was trying to get into wrestling and failing uh i thought people liked him i thought he was a high-flying fun guy well, he did yeah he was everybody was really into his ter- return but like what happened was uh is he settled into like an authority figure role and stuff that makes sense. His and last he, name is McMahon. And pe- but the people were sick of authority figures. Uh, and then it's just like, God damn it. This, I just want him to go away. This is bullshit. And then they were doing this stuff where they, they were purposefully trying to turn him heel. And I guess it was working because it was shit like uh, they, they when they were doing the Saudi Arabia shows, they had a tournament to determine the best wrestler in the world. In Saudi Arabia, <laughs> it really and, seemed like all that Saudi Arabia stuff casted a bad light on everyone. It did. It, did. it really did. Uh, but like uh, the what happened in the tournament was like Miz got pretty far in it, and then he got injured or some shit. And then Shane McMahon forced himself in his place 
and then won. So now Shane McMahon was the best wrestler in the world. And he then won? Yes. And that pissed a bunch of marks off, and it was hilarious, honestly. Like, I always thought it was really funny how that pissed people off. But, but um, that that's why people are kind of like, really, Shane McMahon's back? Okay. <laughs> um, well, well, go ahead, Dubs. Sorry to like to give you some side uh, commentary. Uh, so they were like, Sean is Sean McMahon. Shane McMahon um is back, and he has a brainchild, and and also Shane McMahon is gonna talk about a new faction and pretty much so it's not a new faction it's it's or it's not a returning faction it's a new faction and it's gonna be like the authority and it's gonna be like kane and a bunch of other losers no i I didn't know the faction was actually connected to him i didn't know about that oh yeah so they were touting that and apparently and it's hard to steal your story a little bit but the brainchild uh of shane mcmahon was a, a fight club yeah it's like they they produced this segment called raw underground and it was like it was how long did it last did you watch it uh, it happened in like splurts it was like a segment it wasn't like a also oh, it ran for it ran for multiple segments okay. yeah and what is it like a net series no, no 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 it's a fight club you don't talk about fight club that type it, of fight club it took place on raw like in its time slot and what they did was it looked like they filmed this like maybe in the PC or something, or maybe the damn warehouse in Stanford, Connecticut. I don't know because it looks like it takes place in a warehouse. It's poorly lit and everything. <laughs> and they have like a ring set up, but with no ropes and no turnbuckles, it's just the posts and the, the fucking mat it's is bizarre. there. Yeah. And then like a shaving man's like, all right, come on, let's go. And then this real big dude who like, I don't know. He looks like he might be Samoan. I'm not really sure. <laughs> Comes in. And then, like, it looks like guys just come up from the crowd who are cheering for fights yeah. to, to, to fight the guy, and he whips their ass. It, it looks – it's a worked shoot fight is what Takes it looks like. Takes all comers. Oh. Yeah. And I'm like, well, like, I mean, I don't hate it immediately like everybody else did. Like, everybody's reaction to it was like, oh, my God, this is fucking hilarious. This is stupid. I'm like, well, they are trying something different. That's what I was gonna say. Is it sounds different? It sounds unique. I, I can't fault them for that. They actually did try something drastically different for once. Um, it's just I don't know how this is gonna turn out. I'm very skeptical about. It. Some people were even like stupidly comparing it to like that brawl for all shit from like 1998. When that's it's obvious that's not what this is. This is a worked like it looks like it's a shoot fight thing. Or Andy, just remember the Def Jam uh, video game. Yeah, that that's that's what Raw Underground is. That's a pretty good comparison, actually. It kind of looks like you're watching a Def Jam thing. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, if you want to hear more about uh Raw Underground, I guess watch some or listen to some. Getting some color. Um, and you guys are talking about old Raw. This is new Raw. This yeah. is new, hip, edgy raw. But we kind of talk about news, a little bit news here and there. So that that that's a thing. Um, Zach, anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, uh, The Rock bought the XFL Monday. Good. <laughs> that's something America needs right now, god damn it. Extreme football. Yes. Do you I'm think... Right. 
Do you huh? think do you think he's going to change all the teams and stuff or do you think uh I I kind of digged what Vince McMahon did the second time around, but I feel like the Rock could do better. I don't even know like what his intention is for buying it. It's like I don't know if he just wanted to save it and like do it with Vince. Like cuz I don't think it's like I I don't I don't understand the nature of the 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 relationship of it yet still. Uh, it's gonna be like in a, I, it's gonna be in the next fast movie, maybe. <laughs> but uh, he he bought it like with an investment firm and apparently also his ex wife, <laughs> which is like really weird. But like it's like okay, it was about to go to auction and then it was just like he's like hold up, hold up, brother, and then he like he bought the whole thing like right before auction. Fifteen million, by the way. Yeah. So not really. That's I mean. It? Yeah, for him, that's not really a lot of money, actually. It really does not sound like a lot for like the entire infrastructure of a professional sport. I know there were quotations around like three of the words I just said, but still, yeah. infrastructure, professional, and sport. <laughs> it's a uh, um, it's a grassroots thing, you yeah. know. So, like, I don't know. I'm kind of curious to see what happens with that. I'll tell you what, one way or the other, we're going to get a really interesting 30 for 30 one of these days about the beginning of the second wave of the XFL and all the ups and downs it went through. Well, now, <laughs> maybe now it's going to be the third wave. Um, but um, the how the structure in the second round uh, of XFL uh, is they earned their paycheck by winning games, by the way. They weren't getting paid millions of dollars. I believe the highest they were making was like 60 grand. <laughs> so, um, damn, that's pretty interesting. You get paid based off your wins. Yeah. So maybe the rock will change that. Maybe he'll spark some interest into some athletes that are not in the NFL that want to get, or maybe take some people from the NFL uh, that want to get paid more. Maybe maybe you'll see a Tom Brady or something <laughs> going to the XFL because he's done everything in NFL. Maybe he wants to break records in the XFL. He's too old. He'd get his knees broken. <laughs> maybe. Um, but other than that, uh, I'm I'm psyched about it because I like I like the second round of XFL and I I was it was sad to see it go because of COVID. Um, yeah, like I remember when they announced it, I was like. I can't explain why, but I was like excited. I was like, oh man, I really want to see what comes of this. And then when they announced it wasn't going to happen due to COVID, I was like, man, that is just so upsetting. But now there's hope again. And Vince like gave up so early. He's like, you know, COVID here and uh, fuck this shit. <laughs> and he like sold it. And uh, apparently he got into a lawsuit with the commissioner that he hired for the fucking league as well. So that yeah. was. That was another thing as well. Oh boy. Uh, other than that, Zach, anything else? No, that's that's pretty much it. All right. I think we will end it here. Um, if you want to catch more Big Trouble Little Podcast, get in some color, and hopefully some more uh, the Nemesis Project. Uh, make sure you go to Nerd of You Network. If you type that in on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Red Circle. We are all on those services and many more. Um, Andy, uh, what is your Twitch? Uh, Twitch.tv slash the cliche mustache. I've been streaming lots and lots recently. Some dumb stuff like 
Tetris 99, uh, Luigi's Mansion, Animal Crossing, Run Saber, Snatcher, Sonic 2, just whatever I feel like streaming. It's all over the place. Cool. Zach, what about you? Any plans? Uh, not for the immediate future. Okay. <laughs> That's disappointing, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> uh, I do on tw- you know, twitch.tv slash JoeDub35. I have a lot of ideas that I'm going you know, in my head right now. Um, a lot of <laughs> logo rebranding with, you know, my Joe Dub 35 also with nerd of you. I kind of want to make a new logo out of it. Um, cause the whole eyeball thing that I made is kind of getting outdated for me. Uh, and I kind of want to make things a little nicer. So keep an eye on that. Uh, and remember JCVD is the next movie. Watch it, come back here, and we'll talk about it. But until next time, everybody, see you later. Thanks for listening. See ya.